welcome back to another episode of the Beaver Dam. I'm Coach Brandon, and I'm alongside Garrett Highcamp. Garrett, how are you doing on this Sunday evening? A l- little tired, little tired. Uh, men's soccer and women's soccer had a late trip to Rose Holman, and that is by far probably the farthest um, school in our conference. So, you know, bus ride, bus ride was a little exhausting and still trying to catch up on some sleep. But overall, overall pretty good. Yeah, that trip out there is a haul having to wake up at um, – a little before 6 a.m. and then not getting back till 11 p.m. with the double header. It's uh, it's a long day, but uh, past it now and and you know looking forward to this week of Beaver Sports and and looking forward to talking about the past week. Yes, I can agree with that. You know, some uh, new sport finally kicked off. The swimming team, swim and dive team, had their first meet, which is pretty exciting. Absolutely, it's a a, a new era of beaver sports and and the bluffton women's swimming team traveled to asbury university in kentucky for the first ever swimming competition in bluffton university history it was also the coaching debut for ben rath who started working today toward today when he was named the inaugural swimming and diving coach in march bluffton went head-to-head with asbury and transylvania showing out for bluffton with the fourth place finish and a pair of seventh place finishes was mackenzie martin the sophomore took fourth with a time of one 117.66 in the 100-yard backstroke. Her second place, her seventh place showings came in the 50-yard freestyle and the 100-yard freestyle. Senior Stacey Chirwa chimed in with a seventh place finish in the 100-yard backstroke with a time of 142.27. Coach, Ra- Coach Rath and his women will head to Conferenceville Franklin College on Friday, November 5th for a 6 p.m. start continuing West to Rolls Home where the Rolls Holman where the Beavers will suit up on Saturday, November sixth, and um, you know that's like you said, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, a whole new uh sport, a whole new team, um, with their first event this past weekend, and it's got to be a, a surreal feeling for for Coach Rath and and finally him him being able to see his athletes compete and and make a little history that we saw on Twitter and, and in other social media pages about about uh, Mackenzie Martin's finish and, and good for her to uh, to get her name on the record books as as the first Bluffton swimmer. Yes, um, just her her name obviously in the record book is love you love to see it and I think the number will only get better as the team will improve as a whole because you know that's only meet one and I'm not sure I'm not, I don't know much about swimming and diving but um, I just think that the more com- the more competitive this team is, the better they'll get as it goes with almost every team. Absolutely wish them luck uh, in two weeks at Franklin. And we're going to move on to volleyball, who struggled with the Mount St. Joe serving in a four-set loss to the Lions on Wednesday, October 20th. Bluffton fell to 9-16 and overall and 1-5 and in the Heartland Conference, while MSJ improved at 15-8 and and 5-1 and in the HCAC. Bluffton came out like gangbusters in the opening, taking the line, the Mighty Lions 25-20. Two set, sets two and three both went in favor of the visitors with identical 25-15 scores before the Mount moved to 1-5 in the conference with a 25-16 exclamation point in the capper. Junior Kaylee Campbell continued her impressive work with eight kills against just two errors for a .240 hitting percentage. Senior Cassidy Posey and, Chloe, and freshman Chloe Barnett both knocked down six winners while Maddie White, Alicia Like, and Ke- Kelly 
Armatrot all chimed in with five kills on Wednesday night. Junior Courtney Weekly rifled three aces at MSJ's expense. White handed out 22 assists, was in on a block, and added 14 digs. Brooke Clemen paced the diggers with 28 pickups. She added five assists and served an ace. Ellie Price and Kai Rainey finished with seven and nine digs, respectively. And they are back in action. Uh, they were back in action today. We will go over that next week when we have the full stats and another, uh, you know, another loss for the volleyball team who has just been struggling as of late here in the conference play against a and, and had to come up against a very good um, MSJ team who is fighting for the number one or for the regular season championship right now and and fighting for uh, home field advantage or home court advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, coming into the game, uh, MSJ is a very quality opponent, and you know, just Beavers just hitting hitting a rough patch right now. But hopefully, we can end the season as we go to Rose, maybe pull pull off a win there and get some momentum going into the end of the season. They did hammer Rose last year um, when they came to when Rose came here, and hopefully, they can they can repeat that as they head out to Rose Holman um, today, and and we wish them luck. We move on to uh, women's soccer, who struggled to put shots on the board in a 2-0 loss at Franklin on Wednesday, September, uh, October 20th. The Beavers fell to 4-10 overall and 1-6 in the Heartland Conference, while Franklin improved to 4-10 and 3-4 and and in the HJAC. A Lily Haynes score in the opening minute was all Franklin would need as it for its third conference victory of the season. The home team put it on ice when Jaden Baker found the net in the 74th minute. Franklin finished with a 15-3 edge in shots and a 7-0 spread in corner kicks. Bluffton was flagged for six more fouls, 10-4. Freshman Brielle Collinger tried to keep Bluffton in the match with seven saves on Wednesday night. Emma White, Taylor Dye, and Nina McGinn chipped in with the Bluffton shots at Franklin. And they were back in action, like we said yesterday, at Rose Holman, where the team got dropped 4 0 um, at Rose Holman on Saturday, October 23rd, the, Be- the Beavers slipped to 4-11 and and, uh, overall and 1-7 and in the HCAC following their seventh straight setback. Rose improved to 10-2-2 and 6-1-1 in the Heartland. Bluffton fell behind 3-0 in the opening stanza as a near pirate a 9-1 advantage in shots during the first 45. Rose tacked on another score for good measure in minute 55 as the home team netted a 4-0 shutout on Saturday afternoon. The engineers finished with an 18-1 advantage in shots, shots and two nothing on corner kicks. Rose was whistled for two more fouls, 11 and nine. Freshman Evie Masters fired the only shot for Bluffton in Terre Haute. Brielle Collinger turned away six Rose attempts, and they will wrap up their season Wednesday at home against Manchester University at Sears Complex, and we hope uh, they get a good number of people out there as. Um, as they wrap up their season in. And a tough week for the Lady Beavers soccer team, and it seems like we just have the same conversation every week um, where they just can't seem to, to get out of the out of the slide right now and, and you know, a tough, a tough way to go away, I mean, a tough scheduling break to go away back-to-back um, in the same week and, and to go to Franklin and concede within in the first minute, it, it doesn't, bode well for the rest of the game and and they had seemed like they had chances here and there but and just couldn't get themselves back in that game and then Rose is just 
Rose is Rose, and they just kept the ball, and it was a very impressive, very impressive performance from Rose, and they are going to be one of the contenders down the stretch here in the HCAC on the women's side. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, just tough, tough scheduling, as you said. Um, going to Frank, going to away, away anywhere is tough to win, um, and especially you know on sat- yesterday actually the Rose Holman just uh, just a great good team atop the conference and um, just Lady Beaver seem seem to can't that that they can't get a break. However, um, looking to finish strong with some momentum going into um, next season with their final game at home. Yeah, and it's a game that they should feel that they can win. Manchester um, also on a bit of a struggle right now, um, and they they have been down the stretch. And hopefully, like you said, the Lady Beavers can wrap up their season with a win at home. And we move on to men's soccer, who suffered a heartbreaking 3-2 loss to Franklin College on Wednesday, October 20th. Bluffton fell to 7-6 and overall and 3-4 and in the Heartland Conference, while Franklin improved to 5-8-1 and and 3-3-1 and in the HCAC. Jacob Kiger slid slid it off to fellow senior Dalton Hayner, and Bluffton's leading scorer did the rest, putting the home team up 1-0 with his 11th goal of the season less than nine minutes into the contest. Elijah Greaser filled off the back of the net in minute 33 as Bluffton went up 2-0 over the visiting Grizzlies. Just second seconds after Greaser's goal, Bluffton was whistled for a foul at the end, edge of the box, and Angel Tapia chipped in the penalty kick, making it 2-1 at the break. Franklin scored early in period two, and again in minute 76, taking down Bluffton by a 3-2 count on Wednesday afternoon. Bluffton ripped twice as many shots as Franklin 22-11, and the home team put five more attempts on frame 13-8. And the Beavers for seven more corner kicks 11-4, while FC was called for one more foul 12-11. Elijah Zimmerman paced the home team with six shots, while Tanner finished with four. Both of them put three on frame. Kiger added three shots for the Beavers. Angel Velasco Urbina wrapped up five saves in the loss. And then they're back in action yesterday as Bluffton, as the men's soccer team fell behind less than two minutes in as Rose Holman rolled to a 5-1 victory on Saturday, October 23rd. Bluffton dipped to 7-7 seven and seven overall and 3-5 and five in the Heartland, while Rose improved to 11-4-1 and 8-0 in league play. Senior Dalton Tainer provided the lone bright spot for Bluffton on Saturday, netting his 12th goal of the season midway through the second stanza. Rose finished with the 18-3 edge in total shots, including 9-1 on frame. The Beavers were whistled for two more fouls than, than the Fighting Engineers. Tainer, Elijah Zimmerman, and Eli Greaser all fired shots for the visitors, and we wrap up our... Hopefully not the end of our season, but the last regular season game uh, Wednesday away to the Manchester University Spartans and a tough week for us. Um, a pretty disappointing loss Wednesday at home in, in a game that we really feel like we needed to win um, to, ha- to control our own destiny down the last two games um, and, and blowing a 2-0 lead at home uh, against a Franklin team that we feel like we're better than. Um, is is very frustrating. And then going away to Rose is always tough. They are one of the better teams in the region, let alone the conference. As they, as you said, they're eight and zero right now, and, and have clinched the um, regular season championship. And and they're just a good side. And you know, a tough week, but we're not out of it. We need help Wednesday. Um, we have to win our game first, and then 
see how results go to see if we can sneak into the conference tournament. Yeah, um, just going into Wednesday, I mean, there's nothing nothing else left on the table. We just got to get the win, get the win to finish the regular season. Um, eight and seven will be it would be a great mark for this team. Absolutely, and we're gonna go to football to wrap this up. And and the football team fell behind thirty four nothing on Saturday, October twenty third, as Hanover moved to four and three overall and three and one in the Heartland Conference with a convincing forty one ten victory over the Beavers. Bluffton dipped to two and five and one and three in the HCAC. Hanover went up seven zero when quarterback Matthew Weimer went 57 yards up the right up the gut in less than 6 minutes into the game. Bluffton trailed 20 to 0 at the break. It could not have been worse if a pair of fourth down stops on back-to-back possessions in the in, in the final 2 minutes of the second quarter. Jake Bumgarner broke up the shutout with his 34-yard field goal early in the fourth quarter. A 15-yard touchdown pass from Blake Ryan to fellow freshman Deshaun uh, Jayshon Rushing made the final score 41-10 in favor of the Panthers. Ryan completed 11 of 32 passes for 156 yards and a score. Todd King paced the ground game with 53 yards on 11 carries. Fellow freshman Kane Stoner added 30, 38 yards of rushing. Trayvon, Trayvon Cummings and Zane Dine both chipped in with three catches. Tyler Davis charged up the defense with nine tackles, including two tackles for loss for 12 yards. Senior Stephen Kuskowski added seven tackles. Uh, uh, Martez Neighbors and Brady Welker. Uh, we're in on six stops apiece. Uh, Hanover finished with a whopping 588 to 600 and or 264 edge in total yards. The Panthers churned out and struggled 30 uh, 342 yards on the ground, which is was good for 7.6 yards per carry. Hanover controlled the clock with uh, 35 29 compared to uh, Bluffton having the ball for 24. 31 spread in time possession. The visitors picked up 12 more first downs, 27 to 15, and moved to chains 8 of 14 times on third down while limiting Bluffton to just 3 of 15 on third down conversions. Bluffton will be on the road next Saturday on the 30th when the Beavers travel to Rose Holman for a date with the HCAC leaders. Kickoff is slated for 1.30, and you can watch that on BluffTonBeavers.com. Yes, and I'd just like to uh, reiterate uh, Montez Archer was named uh, Heartland Conference Special Player, Special Teams Player of the Week following last week's game for Bluffton. Yeah, and he had a kickoff return for a touchdown against Franklin, and, and a, a little bright spot there for um for the football team as they just you know got got beat. <laughs> You're playing a team that's just straight up better. That happens sometimes. Happened to us yesterday, and. Um, and Hanover's going to be, you know, is a really good team, and they're fighting for um, a, a regular season championship down the stretch here. And and football team seems like they just can't get much going their way. And um, similar to other other sports right now, where there's, you know, tough schedule. And and the good news is after Rose next week, they got Manchester in, in defiance, and those are games that they can look at as very winnable games and obviously um to wrap up the year defines don't really need any reason to play for that we got the hammer to defend and and keep in um at, at bluffton and and hopefully they can wrap up the year down in these last three games with a little bit of momentum yeah i'd have to agree um just to finish off the the season with some momentum as you said some winnable games on um, the last two games 
uh, especially against Defiance. I think um, this will that'll just bring some momentum into the next season, um, knowing that we uh, finish the season with two wins. And as uh, this upcoming week, uh, we got women's soccer and men's soccer ending. Hopefully, men's soccer isn't over just yet. And then, um, you know, football away and, and volleyball continuing their season down the back end of their schedule um, as they have Rose, Defiance, and Earlham to finish up. Um, and, and we wish them luck. Um, anything else? Nope. Uh, hopefully next next Beaver Dam will be um, a better show, um, just news-wise, and more successful Bluffton Beaver Sports. Absolutely. Um, this wraps up this episode of the Beaver Dam. We thank you for listening and encourage you to come back and listen to us Sunday. Check out previous podcasts, search and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, the Wit 96.1 podcast at Bluffton University. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Beaver Dam 96.1. For more stories and information, check out our website, BlufftonWit.com, and subscribe. This is Gary Camp joined with Grant. And we thank you for listening to 96.1. Roll beat.